Hello, welcome to the Satellite Market Cast podcast, where we feature key executives from leading satellite companies worldwide, talk about their company, their careers, industry trends, and other insights on the exciting satellite communication industry. I'm your host, Virgil Labrador, Editor-in-Chief of Satellite Markets and Research, inviting you to another informative podcast with our featured guest today. Well, welcome everybody to this edition of the uh, Satellite Market Cast podcast. And our guest today is Alexander Muller Gastel. He's the CEO of ND Satcom. It's a company based in uh, Friedrichshafen, uh, Germany. It's in the south of Germany near the beautiful uh, Lake Constance. Uh, it's, it's a uh, ground equipment manufacturer and service provider. And uh, Alex, uh, I've known him for a few years now. He's been on the job uh, for three years as CEO of ND Satcom. He's had a very interesting background in the industry. He's worked in several companies and he was formerly CEO of uh, Signalhorn, which was in uh, Teleport, uh, which is the part of the industry that I worked at. So, Alex, um, welcome to this podcast. Hi, Virgil. Pleasure to be here. Yes, yes, Alex, you know, uh, I recall three years ago, we were about this time in September, we were at the IBC and uh, you were just starting out at uh, ND Satcom. And I've been following ND Satcom uh, for many years now, and uh, it's gone through a lot of um, changes uh, over the years. And uh, and actually, I've known every CEO that ND Satcom has had. I've interviewed every one of them, and then you've lasted more than most of them. <laughs> so how's it been so far, uh, Alex? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, glad glad to have a chance to talk to you again, Virgil. Although we have to do it uh, virtually this time and not meet face to face as we usually do. Yeah. Um, you were actually you were actually my first uh, interviewer uh, when I when I joined uh, Andy Satcom, which was in September of uh, 2017, and at the time we met at the IBC. Right. Uh, yeah. And uh, and uh, yeah, amazingly, it has been uh, three years, which have uh, been three of the most exciting years of my career, uh, and have gone by very quickly. Uh, and uh, I would say that um, within the three years, uh, a lot of good things uh, we have been able to achieve at Avendi Satcom, and um, I'm very excited about the next years to come as well. Right, right. Yeah, t- talk about that. You know what? I know it's changed quite a bit because I've I've seen it from the beginning, uh, way back. You know when it was still Nortel Daza to be. You know that so that really takes us back a long time. And and I've seen more stable, um, a, a bit more stability now in the, in, since you uh, took over three years ago. You're not, you're now more focused on certain markets and products. You've done a total rebrand of the company. You know, a totally new look of the company. So talk about those. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's always interesting to to really take a step back uh, and and kind of review what what the company has achieved over the, over the last few years, which is the you know the time frame I can really talk to talk to you about, and and you have known the company much longer than I have. But uh, mm-hmm. if I look at if I, if I look at the last few years, uh, I would say that we have uh, taken any Satcom really to a new level um, in regard to its position in the market, uh, its approach to the market, um, and how we really want any SATCOM to be seen from a customer point of view as well. Mm-hmm. 
um, when I when I first joined any satcom and I and you know obviously no, been from the industry uh, the company was known to me and I did my first trips uh, and met customers that the feedback was also that that any satcom has a very strong brand mm-hmm. uh, people know any satcom people know that any satcom has uh, a very high level technology to offer very reliable um but based on based on its its history um and you know you alluded to it changes in the management and at the head of the company um and then going through some you know consolidation after being uh carved out of airbus people were asking me you know what what's any set come about today and and, mm-hmm. and and really you know nice to see you guys again being more active and so forth because you kind of he kind of dropped off the radar a bit mm-hmm. um and and that really you know gave gave us here at at at, at the company at, at the management level the really the, the the strong motivation to to really put any setcom back on on the map mm-hmm. uh, in the industry a lot stronger than what it was because we knew we had a lot of good things to to post and a lot of good things to talk to the customers about and it just hadn't been done uh, for a number of years. And that was the starting point mm-hmm. really, uh, back then. Right. And th- um, yeah. Yeah. Now, since it's the first time we're actually doing a podcast, like you said, we used to meet at the shows. In fact, we just met in uh, satellite. Well, that seems like a long time ago now, six months ago, the last, the last <laughs> industry show of the year. <laughs> I mean, really yes. the last, yes. <laughs> last yes. uh, live, live <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh yes, I remember. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, give us, give us, give our our, our audience an, an idea of, of 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 your product lines and what you do. Sure, I would very much like to. Um, so, at the at the core of of any satcom, and and you mentioned at the introduction, is really the core modem technology, uh, which for you know over many generations now we have further developed. And we are now into the fifth generation, and hence the product is called SkyOne 5G, uh, which has now been, you know, on the market for a num- for a couple of years, um, and which has been the the successor of the of the previous SkyOnes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a it's a modem that offers a lot of features um, that uh, play to the to the mesh technology, mm-hmm. and that's really at the core of our technological direction that we're going. Um, but um, having said that, um, and this is something that, again, we have been reiterating into the market over the last few years, is that, yes, we have this core technology, but really what we are offering is a end-to-end solution. So we, <laughs> so we are a solution provider, which can offer, based on our competencies, based on our resources that we have, in our company, the, the 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 customer really an end-to-end solution uh, with offering them a uh, proposal uh, for a network, with uh, designing that proposal, that network, with installing that uh, network, and then also doing the after-service or sorry, the, yeah, the after-implementation and the customer service part of it afterwards. Mm-hmm. So, you know. That whole string of of 
of offerings that we have uh, to the customer really takes us beyond just being uh, a modem supplier. Right, right. Now, you serve uh, uh, certain markets very well, like in the broadcast field. I know your Sky One is, and then your mobility applications uh, used for cellular backhaul. And, and you're also strong in the defense sector. I, I may have missed a few there. But I wanted just to, uh, before we get into detail into those different uh, verticals that you serve, uh, we have to face the fact that, you know, we have, uh, we've had a global pandemic for a few months now. Uh, and it looks like it's going to uh, have some effect even further of a few more months or maybe in spilling over to next year. How has that affected your company and maybe your focus on different markets? Mm. Um, well, yeah, it's, it's, it's certainly here. And uh, as you alluded to, the, the last time at least I uh, got on a plane was the, the ride back from Washington after the show. Yeah, me too. And, uh, that's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's, yeah. And, and that's six months ago, right? I mean, right, right. God, back then, yeah. uh, we knew it was going to be potentially, uh, you know, the last trip for a couple of months, but certainly not for six months. And it looks like it's going to last for a little bit longer. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, crazy, crazy to think how, how we felt back then. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as I as soon as I returned from Washington, uh, what we immediately did uh, here in the company, we set up a uh, a, a crisis team, right? Uh, a crisis team to respond to this because we knew we had to first of all and foremost protect our employees mm-hmm. um, and 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 implement all measures necessary to ensure that uh, that the health of the employees are at the top prior, top of the list of priorities. So we introduced this crisis team, which met at the beginning almost daily. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we're into a weekly rhythm where we just review what measures we have taken and if they are uh, obviously taking the right, having the right uh, positive impact on, on our employees. We're also reviewing what obviously the government, especially here in Germany, where we have most of our people working uh, have has implemented uh, in regard to measures and what we have to then obviously also implement here in the company. Mm-hmm. And the way we've been dealing with that from our point of view has been that we have responded very swiftly mm-hmm. uh, to to this to this issue. So as many other companies have done, all the people that um, are possibly been able to work from home, we have been working from home. Uh, we actually only just before it hit in march we introduced microsoft teams into our company so we're fully fully equipped to work to work virtually it has been an adjustment for people but it has worked quite well mm-hmm. we do have some people that have to work here on site which we have been equipped equipping obviously with the with the mask and also making sure that they don't work have to work together and have separate working places and so forth so as of today, I'm I'm very happy and I'm I'm very you know uh, thrilled to 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 tell to, to to say that we have not had any COVID nineteen cases in our company and knock mm-hmm. on wood, it's mm-hmm. something that uh, you know I pray for every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's so on on a company perspective, that's how we've been dealing with it. How about your uh, uh, supply chain and distribution and all that? Uh, and you, you you install stuff all over the world, right? How has that affected your uh, operation? Yeah, yeah. 
so 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 on the supply chain side we actually mm -hmm. have have not been affected very much just simply because we get our uh, we get our parts or we get any any of the uh, equipment that we then sell to the customer here uh, locally mm -hmm. uh, so as other companies have had effects you know getting uh, having a longer supply chain from from other countries uh, that has not been the case um, we have uh been fortunate that on the order intake side uh, we continue to generate uh good order intake um throughout uh, these last months uh, also predominantly from our defense business here here in europe mm -hmm. um now on the revenue side we're obviously not immune to uh, the effect covid-19 has had on travel restrictions on being to able to go to countries and install equipment so all of those things have been delayed, mm -hmm. um, not not lost, but just delayed, mm -hmm. and hence um, we'll obviously uh, feel some of that on materializing the uh, positive order intake into revenue in in twenty twenty. Right now, we we mentioned some of the markets that uh, the vertical markets that you serve. You know, broadcast, uh, telecommunications. Uh, uh, you you already mentioned defense. Uh, how has, has the pandemic affected the, that? Uh, are you are, do you see any new opportunities coming up? Or uh... yeah, certainly. I mean, again, you know, communication is at the top of everybody's list, and everybody has to you know now adjust to the new to the new way of of working on, and and that includes uh, communication on a on a virtual basis or on a you know. And not necessarily always on a face-to-face -face basis, and that creates opportunities. It creates opportunities also, uh, obviously, uh, in regard to the communication needed on a on a first aid basis, mm -hmm. and on any of the emergency response. Uh, you know, people that have been doing such a tremendous job throughout the world in helping the people that have been affected by it. But every every one of those needs to have proper communication so those are opportunities that uh, have always been on the horizon i would say especially mm -hmm. on the on the mobility sector but have now been obviously uh, further enforced and and pushed uh, at the top of the agenda simply because of COVID 19. Um, on the other hand mm -hmm. uh, i would I'd say that on the defense side we've been fortunate that uh, all of these projects that uh, have have been a long time coming mm -hmm. um, have not been postponed so simply because the need for them is there, uh, independent of COVID-19, and, and and there is a world after COVID-19 which people have to obviously uh, also um, work towards. And so, you know, uh, in that regard, we have been able to to keep the to keep the ball moving on getting these projects uh, in the door. Right, right. Now, well, moving forward, you know, uh, post-pandemic, uh, how do you see your company the next uh, year and, uh, you know, like 2021 in the, you know, uh, in the next couple of years at least? Well, from a, from a company uh, working perspective, uh, as I said to you before, people have adjusted to the new life of not being able to always meet face-to-face -face and we work, the, we, we use the modern technology and I, I'm, I'm I'm under the uh, assumption that that will continue into 2021. Uh, so we don't really see any 
any need right now uh, to to bring back people back from 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 working in the home office only on a need to on a, only on a need by need basis mm-hmm. um so that's really the the way that we work internally mm-hmm. um do i see any major changes to our business in 2021 based on on you know post post covid well mm-hmm. uh, as i said some of the opportunities that we're pursuing that i just alluded to that's something that mm-hmm. could that could bring us more into that into those verticals or mm-hmm. into those markets mm-hmm. but in the end uh, the, the the dna of any satcom is is still going to be uh, the dna that i that i uh, described earlier right right well it looks like you know uh, you've been very very successful in the last uh, 3 years uh, and then 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 moving forward you know uh with the company and now you've got a broad base of experience in the industry. You worked in, like I said in the beginning, you worked in a, a teleport uh, the business. You know, you you've had the you've had a financial background. How do you see the industry uh, moving forward? Uh, you know, post pandemic, what are the key trends that you see, and and what how is your company uh, positioned in order to uh, meet these the, the opportunities or trends that are coming up? Yeah, that's a that's a very good question, and, and that's a question that uh, is is keeping me uh, thinking as well, keeping me busy thinking around it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think first of all, over the last you know year year and a half prior to COVID nineteen, we've we've seen uh, some interesting moves on the on on the uh, on the M and A side, mm-hmm. and some consolidation obviously going on, especially in our in our sector, uh, you know. Around the ground, the ground segment sector, and if you look at it today, you know it's, it's obviously um, any satcom out there with some other smaller players, uh, but there's obviously some some big players out there now as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that has obviously come to a halt, um, you know, over the last few months. But as I as I only learned recently talking to some analysts, uh, it's amazing how all of a sudden the train has gained speed again on people willing to invest in companies and and looking to buy companies and it almost like we're back at where mm-hmm. we were prior to to covid-19 so i think that will continue right i think there's still some some movement out there uh, some some companies looking to also potentially who have suffered from uh, the effects of covid-19 uh, to look to you know uh, mm-hmm consolidate um the other big thing that that's uh happening is obviously the whole the whole leo uh mio uh constellation so the the, the non-geos and you know the starlings the one webs the empower the telesat leos you know those kind of company uh you know or, or consortiums they're 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 moving ahead mm-hmm. they're moving ahead there's, right, there's right. no you know there's no slowdown you know OneWeb is going to la- potentially launch another batch of satellites by the end of the year. Right. Uh, that might be a little, amb- might be a little ambitious, but uh, they will. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's just amazing how much capacity is going to come on stream in the next, you know, few months. Uh, it could take a couple of years. And, and how is the industry going to deal with that? And, and how, how is Leo really going to affect all of us? Mm-hmm. Because in the end, you know, it's a trickle down effect for Leo. You need, you know, you need the right antennas, the flat panel antennas. Mm-hmm. 
and then right. it, it trickles down into in, it trickles down into the ground segment. Right. So there will be. This is really for me the trend that that I'm I'm following very closely and I'm very interested in, uh, and to really see you know when does it when does it really come through um, on the operator side as well as then on the you know service providers the whole the whole ecosystem of it right. There's an so opportunity for ND Satcom there in the uh, new Leo constellations. You you can be part of the uh, ground solution. Sure, sure. And we're we're very much looking at that already. You know, we're we're mm -hmm. doing, we're we're already working at doing some of the testing to see how we how our technology would jive with the Leo constellations. And mm -hmm. yes, some of that is early stage, mm -hmm. but uh, that's definitely something that's interesting to to follow up on. Absolutely. Right, right, right. Well, it looks like there's a lot to look forward to, then, eh? Alex. Yeah, I'm 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 as excited about uh, ND Satcom's future and the industry's future as I was on day one when I joined here. So, uh, <laughs> lots lots more to go, lots more to go, and I'm, yeah. I'm I'm very happy, very happy about the industry moving uh, and getting new things on online. And uh, yeah, always always enjoy. Uh, I always enjoy learning more about it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's really very refreshing to hear a CEO of a company uh, speak as you, as you do, very, should I say, optimistically, you know, uh, uh, and, and, you know, that you still have that same uh, uh, passion as, as when you started, even though we faced with a very more, a bit more challenging uh, situation now than before. So, they say, you know, three years is the charm, you know, and, uh, and I wish you more, many more years. Uh, Alex, is there anything else that we, we'd like to add or final thoughts? No, I, I, I think, I mean, I, I really like the, the format that you're doing here. I think it's great that we still have a chance to, to speak to each other in the different circumstances and there's nothing like meeting face to face. So I do look forward somewhere down the road to to meet my colleagues of the industry again and, and you at, at, a, at a venue to be determined at, yeah, at yeah. an exhibition and, and so on, but there will be. And um, until then, um, yeah. I think it's a great way of, of you know, staying, staying connected. And I appreciate uh, you, uh, you talking to me and, uh, and I, I wish everybody best of health and, and get through this and uh, stay healthy. Yeah, well, well, thank you, Alex. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, I, I also, likewise, I feel the same way as you do, as, as many of us do. You know, we all miss each other. We all miss the, the excitement of the shows. I actually been attending some uh, virtual shows. There's one going on right now uh, as we speak, you know, the Connect Tech Asia one in Singapore. And it's not quite mm. the same. It's a good, it's, it's good substitute, but, you know, given that there's, there's no other option, but uh, it's nothing like, you know, meeting somebody face to face, looking them in the eye, you know, uh, and, and all that. And, uh, and I know you had a very good event, which I missed uh, that you did at your facility. Uh, uh, and, and then Andy Satcom used to have that too before, you know, when they had these uh, industry, mini, like mini conferences. So uh, I hope, you know, we can resume to those days again. Uh, uh, with a little bit more, I think, you know, the world has changed, you know, like you said, you know, uh, that, uh, but, but, that, but we still, you know, things still continue on, you know. Right. Absolutely. 
Yeah, we look forward. You know, we look forward into the future, and uh, and um, it'll it'll still be an exciting it'll still be an exciting future. I'm I'm convinced. Well, thank you, Alex. Alexander Muller Gastel, the uh, CEO of uh, ND Satcom, a company that we will be continue to watch uh, very carefully. Uh, for all the news and information in the global satellite industry, you always have satellite markets and research at www.satellitemarket.com. And this podcast is also available on our YouTube channel at uh, Satellite Marketcast, uh, YouTube slash Satellite Marketcast, uh, where you can uh, listen to uh, uh, other interviews we've done with Geeks, including Alex in the past, so you can see uh, the evolution of uh, this company. Well, thank you again. <laughs>